The Stormlight, 11. They watched together. The globe of mirrors and fire was so bright, it cast its own shadows beneath the sun. The gantry and scaffolding simply and suddenly collapsed in a heap of charred metal and a rout of white-cindered wood, instantly carbonized. The stormlight seemed to hover for a brief moment of transition between heavens and hells, and then fell like a molten white-hot stone onto and then into the fire-heat of earth. Tom! Tom! But she was too late. Tom had left her arms and was racing to the huge crater that was sizzling and burning at the edges. The sun overhead was still a shield of heat, pressing and packing wave after wave of heat upon the innocent earth. And Tom? Tom was racing, his heart pounding in fury, in frustration, in a different kind of heat and passion that had turned upon itself and was a molten core of blame and anger within. He had forgotten everything and was out of control. His whole life in dreams and fire collapsed in a moment of despair into a cauldron of flames at the very edge of himself. And the crater that had opened in the earth before him. The stormlight, a smouldered ruin of crystallised glass, metal and shattered hope, in the rubble of dreams that he could see in the shrouds of acrid smoke that arose from the singed and burning earth. Tom! Tom! Look! Look! He hardly heard his wife, breathlessly at his side nor the pull and tug upon his arm as she grappled with his descent into unreachable places. Places that only she knew that were inside himself. He looked up. At first he saw only dust, then the shuffle of footsteps, as he heard, then saw, tens of pairs of shoes, boots, sandals of his family, friends and neighbours, all moving closer to him and to the edge of the crater. He heard whispering, murmurings, embarrassed coughs and silences. He saw concern on faces, relief, anger and hopelessness. He also saw fear and the need, the real thirst in the searing heat of and for leadership. Tom looked up, beyond them and above their concern and bewildered faces. For at the edge of the earth, where the blue cusp of the sky was being quickly consumed by the ragged, racing fringes of the deepest, greyest of clouds, there was something coming, something that indicated a colossal rage of storm. He scanned the faces, picked his hat up from the acrid dust, reached to his wife and held her quickly, closely, and beckoned his family about him. And then he began, quietly at first, 